Mariah here from Pink Pewter and welcome to my biz talk. Guys, today I have one of, one of the most amazing makeup artists that I know and that I worked with for many, many years. She is going to be teaching us a lot of amazing sanitation tips. It, there's a different way to sanitize your makeup. You guys know that? The new things that we need to do in order to go back to work. So I have Jessica on here and she's going to introduce your, herself just a little bit. Everybody. Okay, so I've been a makeup artist for what 10, 11 years now, working with you. Um, and I know this is a crazy, crazy time for everybody, but I really want to get out all the best tips and tricks for um, sanitizing and making sure that everybody is as safe as possible when they're returning back to work. So, what are these tips that you're going to be teaching us? What is the difference from before to now with sanitation, Jessica? Well, everybody should have already been practicing good sanitation, but I think this time our clients are really going to be looking for it. So we need to be on top of our game as stylists and makeup artists. We have to make sure that we are extremely clean and that we're looking out for ourselves, for our families, our communities, and our clients. So what we're going to be doing now is just a more intense version of the previous practices and including all of the mandated uh, regulations that our government, state, or whoever is placing on you um, or us as workers. So um, one of the things that we're seeing from the government that's really recommended for almost all businesses is keeping a thermometer in your kit. So you're going to want to make sure that whoever you're doing does not have a fever. And if you can get them before they come into the salon or right in the beginning of the salon or right when you meet that person, you wanna take a temperature, you wanna make sure that they cannot have a fever, that they're not having any of the COVID-19 um, symptoms and that they are healthy. Um, we also wanna be wearing our masks. I know some salons are requiring the shield and mask. Uh, kind of just depends on where you work or if that's something that you wanna keep on hand. And also gloves. So you know me, I never touch clients' faces. I'm very, very much against that. I do not use any kind of product on my hand or anything, um, but gloves are still an extra precaution that we definitely recommend. That's awesome. I mean, I know it's going to be a little different because, you know, I hear that dentist is going to be a little bit, the precautions are there. And you, I'm not saying that you're similar, but you're right on the faces. And so, you know, it, it's scary because one, you do have to wear a shield because you're that close into doing the makeup or, or a face mask. But how are this client, you know, she has to wear a mask too. It's mandatory for them to do it. How are, how are we going to deal with the makeup like that? How are you going to do it? Right, yeah, so when uh, obviously our clients can't be wearing masks, and that's again why we wanna make sure that they have their temperature taken, that they're not showing any kinds of signs or symptoms of COVID, because we wanna make sure that they are as healthy as possible. I mean, you could uh, probably do the mask while you're doing their eyes. I always like to start with eyes. Um, so while you're doing the eyes, have them wear the mask. When it's time to do the entire foundation or the lips, have them remove the mask. But obviously you as the artist, we have to keep our mask on the entire appointment time. And I know it gets hot and sweaty and it's kind of hard to breathe, but um, if you have a nice light fabric one, that can make it a little bit easier. But again, safety and our health is the biggest concern. So gotta tough it out. <laughs> well, I've, I've worked with Jessica for many years and um, sanitation is like the top of the top priority for her. For her. She, 
has been, um, she cleans her makeup like there's no tomorrow. And I could just imagine what she's going to be doing, you know, going forward, you know. I just want to know, like a lot of people, like there's a lot of salons that do hair, but also have makeup, right? And they are makeup artists, but they're not full-time makeup artists, you know, like you are, you're full-time, that's all you do, and, you know, eyebrows and stuff, but how, um, what kind of advice or what kind of, like, brands do you use to, like, use to sanitize your product? Because people need that step-by-step, and if you could share that information, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So, whether you're in a salon or you're freelance like myself, I don't have one location. I do share space with my husband. Um, so we'll slend an early section right here. Um, but uh, regardless, you're going to want to keep some of these things on hand so that way you're always cleaning in between each of your clients and you're cleaning your workstation and your kit. So uh, one of the biggest things out there that you could be using are cavi wipes. These are sanitation cloths. They're actually what a lot of tattoo artists use. I use them when I'm microblading to clean in between clients. They will, they're going to sanitize everything. They're going to kill all those nasty bacteria. Um, Lysol wipes, if you can find them, amazing to keep. And again, those you can use on multi-surfaces. You do not want to use these products though on your actual makeup product. For your makeup product, there are specifically formulated sprays that will sanitize your powders, liquids, and all that good stuff. So a couple of those are uh, C3 you can use. This is a cosmetology, ooh, I forget the whole name. But uh, Cosmetology Complete Care, that's what it is. And you can find that on uh, MuseBeautyPro.com, I believe has it. You can go to Makeup First. Uh, Makeup First is a Chicago school for makeup and they have their own brand and they sell it on their website as well. There's a tension uh, sanitizing spray that you can use that you can get on a bunch of different websites. Um, so yeah, so there's a couple different brands. The important thing that you're looking for is the sanitation sprays have at least 70% um, isopropyl isoprop alcohol in it, which is what's gonna be killing the bacteria and the viruses and the flus and the germs and all that nastiness. Um, so again, so you're gonna to wanna to clean your station. I definitely recommend if you are working at salon and you have a display of makeup out, that needs to go away. You cannot be using makeup that's been sitting out, that is in the air, catching bacteria and soaking up those nasty germs. Everything that you have should be cleaned and put away um, in between each client. You don't wanna leave them out, because again, it's just attracting more germs, more bacteria onto the product. Do you spray them? Do you do anything? Like say yes. they hmm? yeah. 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 So um, if you want, I can go through how you sanitize each product. Yeah. Um, right now, yeah, right now we have a lot of time at home. If you're bored, this is a really great time to open up the kit and start cleaning it out. So again, get everything out. You're going to want to use on your kit, your um, tables, all that good stuff, the Clorox, the cabbie wipes for your actual product. So um, the way that I learned how to do it and the way that I find that works best for me is 90% isopropyl alcohol. I love it. It works great. Um, for any kind of um, lipstick, pencil, you're going to want to twist it up dip it in the alcohol, take it out, take a Kleenex, clean towel, and wipe. You need to see a layer, that top layer of product on your wipe. That's how we know that we got it clean. And then you can put it aside to dry, close it up, put it away. For pencils, you wanna dip, you wanna sharpen, you wanna wipe. You can do a little extra dip at the end if you want to, but um, 
again, it's important to know that sanitizing does kind of affect the consistency of your products. So it's really important that a professional makeup artist is using professional products. They are formulated for us to be cleaning them. Um, so unfortunately, the indie brands have the really cute packaging, not so much what you want. You want to go and get the professional makeup palettes, pewter, you know, um, things that are formulated to actually withstand being sanitized over and over and over again. Um, so with your powders, a really great technique to use is a spoolie. You had one, those little disposable spoolies. You want to scratch off the surface of each of your powders. So your bronzers, your blushes, your eyeshadows. Um, you can also do a nice deep wipe with a tissue. And then you can spray those with the Attention First sanitizing spray, the C3, um, whatever product you are using. Um, creams are a little bit more difficult. It's hard to kind of penetrate in there. But again, wiping off that first layer surface and spraying, that seems to be the best thing that works. I haven't found another technique that's uh, any better for creams. Uh, all of your foundation, tops, the nozzles, everything like that should be wiped down with either the Clorox, the Cavi wipe, or alcohol. So, um, and that goes again too for your spatula, for your mixing plates, your eyelash curlers, <laughs> everything. Um, another also really important thing right now is uh, toss your mascaras, because we've been in quarantine for almost two months now. The expiration date on mascaras is two months, three months max. Toss them. You need new mascara. <laughs> so expiration is really important. I love that tip. Yeah. I'm, I'm tossing my mascaras. That's for sure. That's great. That what else are we going to toss? <laughs> yeah, right? Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going through your uh, kits right now, uh, anything that smells, toss it. Anything that's separating, toss it. Um, most products have a 36-month lifespan, so if you're going over 36 months with your products, you need to go shopping, you need to go on to computer.com, and you need to buy some new stuff, because that's gross. <laughs> Okay. Um, also, with uh, sanitizing brushes, you need a deep clean brush cleaner. You should be cleaning your brushes every night after your uh, last client. In between clients, you need an instant brush cleaner, which you would spray on a paper towel or towel, run your brush through it until it's clean and dry. Um, and then also, you can be spraying that sanitizing spray on them in between or running them through a little bit of alcohol on a clean paper towel or clean towel. And that'll help keep your brushes nice and clean. That is awesome. See, guys, we need all of these tips because, you know, even if you're not a makeup artist, you definitely need to clean your makeup and you definitely need to like sanitize everything you have. Anything that goes around your face, it has to be clean on a daily basis. I mean, there's so many people that are not professional, right? And they wear their makeup and they have it for years. They do. There's a lot of people that have mascaras and they have eyeshadows and they think that, okay, it's not done, but the shelf life doesn't last that long, you know? And you're like, all right, time for new ones, right? Or one year, certain makeups, but not right. all the things. So I would definitely look at the expiration date on everything, especially now. The sanitation is really important, right? And you're the first um, makeup artist I have on my my calls right now, on my, my podcast. And maybe we should have like a virtual Zoom party with other people that want to learn how to sanitize their makeup or you know let's do a little tip on how you educated me and taught me how to do my eyebrows I mean I think that would be a really cool class on zoom you know we're you know Jessica and myself um we love love to um create 
We're always, you know, creating content. We're always creating um, videos. And I don't know, in, in these times, we love giving back. And, you know, I think that is really important. So I think we should definitely think about doing a zoom so to be continued on that okay absolutely i just want to say um any any words of wisdom you know that you could give to the audience right now anything that we missed about the sanitation jessica yeah i think um as far as sanitation goes you know um it's better to to do more than less so even if you think it might be clean just clean it again um it's not gonna hurt your product uh you know you can always buy more product but ensuring everybody's safety and health is always number one i think right now too it's really important for artists and i know a lot of stylists we're really kind people we're people pleasers we want to make everybody happy and if you have to turn a client away because they do have 101 temp you have to turn them away it is your safety it is their safety it's the community's safety um so you know it really stinks to have to say no a lot of us makeup artists you know we're not someone that you see on a daily basis we're there for your big party events weddings and it really stinks to have to say no on somebody's special day, but it is to their benefit and it's to your benefit to stay healthy and to stay safe. So it stinks, but if you have to say no, you have to do it. Jessica, I know uh, these are tough times and you had to like stop everything you're doing. What are you doing? Like, what did you tell your clients that you had to like say to see you later? (laughs) Corona's taking over. Like, what did you, what are you doing right now? Honestly, I have really wonderful clients and, you know, talking to them either on the phone or text messaging them, you know, they know what's going on, you know what's going on. And again, just really reiterating that if this is for our safety, I can't, you know, be there, we have to reschedule. Um, you know, I stopped booking weddings for right now because I really want to make sure that all of my previous brides who have booked, whenever they're able to reschedule their weddings, I want to make sure that I'm there for them. So I haven't been taking any new clients as of yet. Um, you know, I, I'm very upfront with all of my clients and letting them know that, that right now I'm just not booking until we know what's happening, when we can get back to work. And I want to make sure that I'm 100% there for my clients <laughs> who have had to reschedule their weddings it's so heartbreaking. I feel so badly for all of the couples who have spent thousands and thousands of dollars and now they're rescheduled. So yeah, uh, like I said, I've just been put everything on hold. I really want to prioritize those clients first and then try to fill in um, once I get back to work. Yeah, that's cool. You know, I've canceled pretty much all of my shows all through the end of the year. And um, I'm actually, I have like, like a little bit of hope because I feel like we're okay to do shows now, which is kind of weird because I guess Premier Orlando is going to be happening and they're not closing it. So I'm like, I just got a call that I'm going to be doing a Premier Orlando. So, so there is hope that, you know, yes. maybe this summer we're going back into the norm, but we definitely need to take a lot of precautions, you know, for the future. Mm-hmm. And, um, like Jessica said, sanitation is really, really important and how you, you know, take care of yourself, how you guard yourself going back to work or even going outside, the mask, the gloves. I mean, huh, I mean, I mean, as hairdresser, I'm a hairdresser and a designer. My top thing is uh, I have to protect myself, but I also like to look good. So yeah. I, I created like fashionable accessories to make your 
yourself look good during these times too, because a lot of people are depressed, you know, they're depressed and, you know, they, they, they can't go anywhere. And when they go somewhere, they go to the grocery store and, you know, they, they're giving me phone calls and saying, Mariah, oh my God, guess what? I went to the grocery store and I felt so pretty with your wraps on my face and accessories. I'm like, I love you. No, <laughs> I mean, I did that too before I got my cloth masks. Uh, my sister-in-law made them. I was using your uh, wraps, the hand wraps, because they're so soft. They're so easy to use. And when I was in my car, I slid it up on my head. And then when I got out of my car, I slipped it down on my face and it was perfect. So I've, I've been doing that too. And it makes me look amazing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you know what? It's, you know, you got to just protect you yourself right here and make yourself look pretty with your eyebrows and your lashes. Like Jessica is going to teach. So watch the next <laughs> video to see how we got this eyebrows to look this perfect. Actually, my hair keeps falling down. Let me fix it. But yeah, because I cut it. <laughs> but definitely tune in for the next video and you're going to see how these brows were created. Thanks to Jessica. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in and thank you, Jessica. Um, so love you and see you soon. Bye-bye. Okay. So, you know, we can't leave this without you doing my, my eyebrows. Yes. Jessica specializes in amazing eyebrows and I didn't do my eyebrows today purposely because she was going to guide everybody <laughs> through this amazing procedure. And look at guys, I have like a bald spot right here because I trimmed my eyebrows in the <laughs> and I got to fix that. All right, Jessica, what are we doing? <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, that little Nick, that's very trendy. You're seeing a lot of people on TikTok shave their brows. It's super cute. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so one of your actual favorite ways to do your brows is a little trick that I showed you a long time with the Pink Peter Controversy Palette. These are cream colors and they're amazing for the brow because they're long wear and they just show up and they actually help all the hairs to lie nicely together. So perfect, perfect uh, product to use for your brows. So what colors do you use? Havana and... Okay, so I'm gonna show this off right now. So this is the Controversy palette. You see this, guys? All right, I'm going to turn this around so the mirror doesn't come out. And these are all contour um, cream makeup that you could use on your cheekbone, on your nose, on your double chin, guys, <laughs> and all about, you know, all around. But I like to use, you know, um, this one right here because, you know, it, it matches my hair color. And what I like about cream color contours, I like to do it on my eyebrow because see how my hair goes down, right? Yep. So the cream actually helps your eyebrows stay up. Absolutely, well, yeah. Use um, brush number 13. You see Perfect. this? Right? You see? It's an eyebrow. Yeah. And how I do it, I mean, you guide me, okay? If I'm doing yeah. it wrong, please let me know, okay? So Absolutely. I'm going to go on here, all right? Yeah, you're going to grab some product on oh, your brush. Oh, God. Okay, so I'm, right. let me go this way because now I have to look at myself because if you talk, I am yeah. going to be in the way. So 
Where do I start? Right here? Right in the middle. So I always like to do a baseline. So start at the bottom, right there where you are, right at the bottom. And you're just going to draw a nice line and it gives you a nice strong uh, way to start. Also, it's really great that you're starting in the middle of your eyebrow because that's where the majority of the product will go. So now you can kind of blend it out to the ends and the head of your eyebrow. Um, and you don't have those spots looking too dark. So keep going, fill in. All you right. need to give yourself a little bit of an arch. So go ahead, follow your natural arch, and then just bring it down. Right, Connect. Yeah. So start seeing what I'm doing. All right, guys, you see this? All right, yep. I'm following what Jessica's telling me, and there you I'm go. Going over here, you see that? I'm just going. So I'm making. I'm gonna make them a little bigger. Let's see. Right. You know I love a big eyebrow, so go for it, girl. And what's really cool with that palette is if you go a little bit too big, you can always use the lighter concealers to touch up and make them a little bit more perfective. So make them big, girl. Let's see those bushy brows. All right, I am going right here. And beautiful. Can you see that? Do I leave this a little bit open or do I keep on filling this part in? Yeah, I would fill it in just a touch. I really liked how you were kind of doing that flicking motion towards the front. There you go. So now you can get like some little hair strokes. Perfect. Yeah. And then you just want to blend those in, make them nice and soft. All right. I'm going to do that. I'm going or to just like, feather it, feather it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, we did a photo shoot um, a couple months ago and Jessica did my makeup. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Guys, I felt like making out with myself. That's how good I looked. <laughs> I think we all wanted to make out with you that day. I'm going to use this just to like mm -hmm. a little bit. So it could look a little bit Beautiful. more natural. My goodness. <gasps> yeah. Wow. This and then, like I said, if you need to kind of go in and make them a little bit crisper, you use the lighter color on the Controversy palette, and you can really define that brow. So you can even do it with that uh, number 13 angle brush, just kind of wipe it off, and then you'll have a really nice, clean line um, when you go in with your concealer. Oh, my goodness. Guys, look at the difference. What the fuck? What do you think? Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, Bravo. Bravo. <gasps> All right, so I'm gonna go just a little bit, just to highlight the eye. I'm going to use um, what I use for my raccoon eyes right underneath. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to grab this color. You see this color right here? Okay. And I am going to go on the top and on the bottom, correct? Just a little bit? Mm -hmm. Just a little bit. And obviously you wanna blend that out too so it doesn't look crazy. But yeah, doing it on the top and on the bottom really just gives it a really nice, defined, clean look. There you go. Can I use my finger? Or do I need to use a brush? Well, you know me. I never touch faces with my hands. But yes, you can use your finger because it's on your face. So <laughs> I, like, I like that whole thing. Yeah, I'm going to get a brush to do this. Okay, guys. So this is how I highlighted my eye. <laughs> I look awesome. I look so awesome. Yeah, Let, me get Let me get another brush. Hold on. And all right, this is number two. Where's my brush number two? And I'm just gonna brush it like this, right? Yep, you wanna buff it out. There you go. 
Oh my goodness, um, what a change so far. Right? It's like almost like an eye lift when you put that highlight right under that bone, right on top of that brow bone and then under your eyebrow, it instantly lifts your face, it makes your eye look wider, you're more awake. It's such a quick, uh, you know, like facelift without surgery. Guys, look at my eyebrow. Look at how beautiful. I just blended this, you know, the concealer right out and my eyebrow looks perfect. Look at the difference. Oh, oh, oh. And see how my hair, <laughs> my hair is grow down? Yeah. This, the cream makes it go up and it stays in place. Look at this. Yeah. It's like hairspray. Through <laughs> your brows. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't crisp up. That's the awesome thing. Right. No alcohol in it. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is a way, uh, it, an amazing technique that she uses with our controversy palette. And it makes such a difference in your everyday look. Like eyebrows are everything. It is everything. Hey, oh my gosh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, another really quick little tip too is that for people who have really sparse hair, so for maybe an older lady or someone who's super, super blonde, if you do the Controversy palette first and then take Pink Pewter's brow powder, it actually has little fibers in it. Those will attach the hairs and it makes your brows look bushier, bigger, like you actually have real hair there. So that's another little tip you can sneak in is adding the Pink Pewter brow powder on top of that. Oh, because it's a little me, it'll stick. Like while you're talking, I'm doing my other eyebrows like this yeah. while I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah, just trying to give you some more little tips and tricks while you're finishing up your other brow. I love that idea with the brow powder. I'm definitely going to get it right now so I can see what mm -hmm. I'm doing. Yeah. So this is the brow powder, just so you guys could see it. It is um, made out of fiber, and I'm just going to tap so you could see how it is. Look at how cool that is. It is fiber on your eyebrows. And you know what a lot of people are doing too, guys? They're using it, you know, right here, especially yeah, for, um, to get the color, you know, the gray out of them. So Absolutely. Right now, when you can't go see your hairstylist, you got those roots growing out bad. Take a little bit of that powder, spray it with some hairspray, you're good to go. <laughs> I hear you. So I'm just gonna put this a little bit right on here so you guys could see right where my bald spot is. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah, build it up a little bit. A little bit goes a long way, guys, on here. So yeah. all you have to do is tap it and voila. Look at my eyebrows. I mean, this is really pretty. Look at it. What do you think? I love it. You did a great job. Woohoo! Thank you. I taught you something. Yay! Well, thank you, Jessica, for this amazing tip. I love it. And you, I love you for this. Seriously. Thank you. I love you for all of this awesome information. And again, guys, we are here for you. And all we want to do is to make uh to help you get through these and give you the knowledge um, to go back to work. And um, thank you, Jessica, for being on here and uh, everyone for tuning in. Yes. Bye. Bye.